We like that. So we're here back on another Couch Coach Live, another installment of this week's Couch Coach Live. Definitely huge shout out to um, our we're powered by this week by the good folks at Goalie. Head over to Goalie.com. Use the promo code COUCHCOACH. Get yourself 10% off on some Goalie gummies. Got a great show lined up for you. We I know we, we haven't talked hoops in a, in a minute, so it's been a, been a while. We've been so caught up with the NFL and everything that's happening. But uh, great show. We're definitely going to uh, do some hoops. So we got uh, a special guest in the building, my author ball network brethren. I got Cole from Nothing But Airtime Podcast. What's going on, Cole? Nothing much, man. Happy to talk hoops, y'all. It's going to be a pretty good one. So, yes, indeed, and and and, and uh, definitely congratulations on uh, on graduating from college this weekend. All right, thank oh, you man, very much, congrats, man. man. Thank you very much. Congrats. Yeah, so, big, yeah. big moment. Man, big moment. So, yeah, man. Man, been grinding the pod <laughs> and everything. Hey, man, it's been doing its thing. What you getting your degree in? Uh, I, construction management and business. So a lot of, oh, okay. of cost okay. estimating for those projects, man. So, okay, man, that's great, man. Oh, thank you. Thank you guys very much. So yeah, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. you know, yeah. Let me hold something. <laughs> let me hold something. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> but yeah, we, I got a nonprofit. So. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I, reach back after the show. I'll take care of it. All right. <laughs> 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 is that rec- are we recording? Yes. We're, we're on, okay, cool. Yes, cool. We're, on, we're live. My bad. My bad. My bad. <laughs> what's what's going on, JB? Nothing much, man. Long time no see. What's up, Maui? What up, Jay Fizzle? What's up, man? <laughs> what's going on, man? I'm doing. Where everybody at? Where'd y'all go? Yeah. I'm scared. All right. What oh. happened? I'm, I'm here, right? Okay. 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 Yeah. All right. So, yeah. So, what's going on, Mel? Oh, me? Yeah. What's going on? Oh, man. You know, um, uh, I don't know. We was, you know, every once in a while, me and you just connect mentally, and I was like, man, please let him bring up Pat Bev. Oh, and then that. I saw what the show was about, and I was like, "You know, my we gonna, dude. You know, we're gonna talk about <laughs> my dude. <laughs> you know, we're gonna talk about Pat Beverly and the elephant in the room. And you know, because you know when he talked about our, our boy, I, it's funny because when I talked to you know, our, our cousin Cool, we were talking the other day about CP, and, mm-hmm. and we 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 were talking about how like he he felt the same way about CP." how we felt and we was like thank you thank you thank you like man like you know it's just one of the things where it's like and that's why i was like you know what it's like yeah we 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 in unison when it comes to this chris paul uh dialogue i put it that way it's not you know it's you know it's you know it comes from it comes from a from a good place i put it that way it's no you know how, how we roll but yeah so yeah great lead off so we gotta talk about uh Beverly, so he, I guess you could, I guess you consider he's been on like the ESPN car wash, like he's been on Get Up, he's been on First Take, he's just been making his rounds. Um, and he said a lot of uh interesting things, obviously, uh, recapping the Suns, uh, Maverick series, and just talk about other topics of the NBA, and uh, most notably, um, his thoughts on Chris Paul, pretty much the league is scared of Chris Paul, and Chris Paul is a cone. 
which <laughs> was my far thing was TV gold to call to call a man a, a cone. So hey, he said he said that he would call his girl up, have a bottle of wine with her when he had Chris Paul next on the schedule. When Steph was in town, that was eight o'clock. Don't call me. Thank you very much. So, right, right. so I'm gonna go around the horn. I'm gonna go with you first, Cole. Your thoughts on Pat on Pat Bev on uh, on first take slash ESPN. I think no, TV no needs more of it, man. I think TV needs more of it. I was a fan, yeah. and I like, and and, and it, albeit the man is delusional, but I'm all for the delusion. I mean, we got Skip talking about Jimmy Butler being a better player than Luka Doncic. Give me all the delusion. I mean, I, I just want to see Damn. it. So, Pat Bev openly calling out Paul George. He was like, "Yeah, I got a teammate said he didn't want. You know what? I Paul George said he didn't want to play the Sun. All of it was awesome. I was a big fan, and. Look, this is coming from a guy who's not the biggest CP fan in the world, so let it rip. Let it rip, Pat Bev. Let it rip. <laughs> yeah, right. JB, what you got? Oh, um, man. Pat Bev has had, like, a, has had like a, a monumental month. I mean, he celebrated the, the play-in victory like they won the championship, you know, like, I mean, and now the first thing. So this thing I'm going to say about Pat Bev, he actually, I think he has, like, a future in the media. He's actually very well-spoken, Um, actually, if you get past some of the shenanigans and some, like, the, the opinions he has. He's kind of well-spoken, but, like, yeah, man, Um, he and Chris Paul don't get along, man. He has never really – he doesn't get along with Chris Paul, and he does not get along with Westbrook. But uh, I'm not going to lie, man. Like, some of the stuff he said, he had me – he's like a comedian, man. Yeah. Like I was a comedian. Uh, so, yeah. But uh, like Cole said, he is a bit delusional. But, hey, I mean, um, Skip's on TV. Uh, Shannon can be a bit delusional, too. Um, and our man, uh, Nick Wright, man, he's the king of delusional. Um, he's another one. So, I mean, if they can be on TV, hell, man, Pep, Pep deserves to be on TV. That's all I got to say about that. What you got, Mal? Yeah, I, I feel the same thing. I felt like at first I was like, oh, man, we needed this. Then I was like, oh, he's getting on my nerves because he was kind of like interrupting each. I wanted him to rebuttal when everybody said, but he was kind of like uh, cutting them off. So that was getting on my nerves. But I watched it today and he cleaned it up a little bit more. And then I had to really look at him. And you got to understand he's undersized. He has he can't he 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 has that burning desire that a star should have. So he has to do other things that some superstars, like like a Giannis, you know what I mean? Giannis is a big boy that can run and run downhill. He can't do those things. So he, he's a pest. So his brain is moving a mile, you know, 3,000 miles. And he's he's got to be delusional to believe in himself. And I get it. Then I saw on Instagram, somebody say, hey, man, he's from the, I think the west side of Chicago. They'll never give anybody credit. Right. And I was like, okay, but I'm sure some, I mean, some of the stuff he's saying about CP is true. Yeah. Like my, my whole thing is that's this year has really, you really seen a lot of the older players and that they're on their way out. You saw it. You had to be like LeBron James, who really to me only can play three quarters and it's how he plays those three quarters to even survive. Like Harden, the game has changed, so he's lost something. Westbrook clearly has, hasn't lost something. And Chris Paul. And then I was thinking, I said, damn, so when you think about Harden, Chris Paul, and Westbrook, hmm, they all having issues with their contract. Where the hell did they get paid from? 
I said, damn, Houston Rockets paid these, these, these three. And I said, damn, they all played for OKC too. Hmm. That's so interesting to me. And it looks like to me, all three of them are on their way out. So, like, for me, has anybody ever got the Supermax before? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Has anybody ever, who do y'all know that actually got the Supermax? Uh, Giannis, Giannis, yeah, Giannis, Giannis got it. Yeah, Giannis, Giannis got it. Giannis, Giannis got, got it. the Supermax. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And, Harden, and, 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 and Harden got it too. And it didn't look bad his first like few years in, in Houston, right. actually. Right. But, like, but yeah, Rudy Gobert got it as well too. He okay. got the Supermax. Okay. Yeah. So. Got, okay. Because uh, I was thinking about that today. I was like, when you look at these three, like, damn, what are they going to do? Are they going to say, hey, I want the Supermax? Or are they going to be like, I want to be on a winning team. I can't do as much. So I want to get people around me. So I don't have to, I don't have to work as hard. You know what I'm saying? But look at Giannis B. Like Giannis looked so tired and didn't know what he really wanted to do. He was looking around like, yo, like what's good, homie? Like, you know what I mean? Like, and he couldn't complain. I mean, look at your, you got to go and look at your bank account, homie. Like, that's just the truth, you know? But yeah, I, I loved it too. I loved it too. You know. Yeah. Shout out to Pat Bev. I think I yeah. need a Pat Bev JJ Reddick show. I like. I like. I really. Yeah. I I've loved JJ Reddick a lot on ESPN. Me too. He he's very oh, analytical. Yeah. He's a good brain. He speaks very professionally. He's got a pretty good show. He ran himself. He's kind of built mm-hmm. himself up, the old man in the three. So I think him and yeah. Pat Bev. You talk about having those two NBA heads with Pat Bev with kind of that like bulldog mentality of JJ with that analytical brain playing the technical side of ball. That would make a pretty good NBA show. In my opinion, I don't need oh, yeah. to keep calm and carry on anymore. I need JJ and Pat. Bevin did you, that's what I need. Uh, um, did you guys listen to like, cause like on the old man and three, he had Pat Bev there. I want to say about three or four weeks ago. And that was a yeah, really good, that, that was a really good, that was a really good episode right there. They both have very good chemistry together too. Like actually, you know, um, another one that I think would be an intrigue, intriguing duo if they both ended up in the media would be Draymond and Beth and Patrick Beverly together. Yeah, we talked about I think that could be that could be that that could be interesting as well. So Bev reminds me of you, Chris. He reminds me of you, coach, because he's he's very loyal to his teammates, ex-teammates, and ex-teams. Like he really believed that those clippers had a chance. Like, you know, you know me how I feel about the bubble. And he was like, Well, you know, that's an asterisk. But if y'all was supposed to win that year, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> y'all was supposed to win that year. And if they would have won, mm-hmm. he wouldn't say that. And he wanted to play in that bubble because it was him that said, Hey, if the king wants to play, I'm ready to play. We playing. We all playing. Yep. We playing. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry, Cole. I'm a little passionate about the bubble. <laughs> yeah. So sorry right. about that. And <laughs> yes. And the bubble thing, I hate when people bring that up because to me, it happened. And it's I think to me, I don't care what nobody say, and I'll, fall, I'll, I'll down the soil for this. That was the most hardest one because, you know, you couldn't go nowhere. So, that you know, when you had bad games or you had bad situations, it ain't like, I can, hey, I can drive off this campus and go and just clear my mind. You're, you're, you're stuck in it. So back to – so now to that point, I, 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 now I get you a sec. I get you a sec. Cole, I, get, I got you. You're good. You're good. You're good. I got you. I got you. Yeah. So that, so that's why I think I hate about the bubble thing. I really just hate that people just like minimize the bubble. It that was huge. Like to me, I thought that was probably the toughest, the toughest to to, to hold it, it being in that type in that type of situation. I don't think it. Meta, I don't. Bubble. 
Well, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I mean, I don't think it minimizes. I just think that, like, what happened, though, I mean, like, look, man, they won the championship fair and square. Yeah. But I think that you have to look at what happened post-bubble, though. I mean, like, yeah. a lot of the guys that were making shots in the bubble and they were making these shots and they were shooting these unbelievable yeah. positions, when the playoffs went back to a regular yeah. format, they didn't perform well. And, yeah. you know, one of the things that I think is kind of bothersome to me is that, like, yeah, look, look the Clippers, they kind of, they had their issues, and I think a lot of their issues dealt with Doc, but people were clowning Paul George and saying he sucked, but you saw how he played last year in a regular playoff format. Exactly. But you had people like uh, you had people on the Lakers who, when the going got tough and they were going against a sellout crowd in Phoenix, they couldn't make anything, but they were making everything when there were no fans. So that's my thing. Like, look, I look at it from both ways. Like, you can't take anything away from them. They won the championship fair and square. But when you look at what's happened the two years after the bubble, I mean, you kind of yeah. kind of look at it like, okay, if there was a regular playoff format, would they still have won? That's my point. Yeah, that's but that's what I'm saying. But but yeah, and I, I agree with that. We got you, Cole. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah so <laughs> that was not, and I, I'm more so not because we often agree, but a lot of people just say just ignore it as if like it's no, it's like, no, like, it happened. No, it I'm, happened. No, I'm not talking about yeah, about, I, yeah, Cole. Twitter, what 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 what's, what's been the biggest discussion amongst our colleagues at half the time? Well, oh, that don't count. That don't count. It do, and that's one thing where it's like I said, I will fall on the sword for that because like that's like one of those discussions that that pisses me off. But it's just like really, you can't take it away. You can't take right. it away. But Grant Williams, right. Grant Williams is not hitting eight threes like eight threes yeah, a game right. you know what i'm saying great right. great williams right. lit it up at home and pat Connaughton and west matthews and right um grace Allen sucked in boston like the, you know like there is clearly a home court advantage for roll guys that hit three yeah and there was no yeah. home court advantage in the bubble right. everyone was hitting three that's great cole yeah that is so great you, that's so what that's it is cool. you're right so and yep. you can't take anything away because everybody was playing in the same situations. It was right. just the fact that the Lakers had better role guys than most other of the guys. And then the fact that they just blew it all up was leading into JB's point. Why that post bubble Lakers had an, had an issue because you got rid of Alex Caruso and KCP and all of those guys, you know, who, who played really well for you in a bubble situation who played really well for you at home. Um, so I don't know that that's kind of yeah. how I feel on the bubble. Yeah. Role guys hey. are make or break playoff runs a lot of times. And, and if you don't have to worry about them traveling to a hostile environment, traveling to the Phoenix arena, traveling to the garden, yeah. it's a little different. So, right. Yeah. And um, going back to the pet bell um, situation. Um, yeah. Like to me, I always, when it comes to NBA players, I, you know, I give them the credit, like, Hey, I listen to them more than I will listen to other, like pet, like other people. Nick Wright and all, you know, everybody that we that we kind of mentioned already. Um, the thing about the Chris Paul thing, like the whole thing about like the fouls and how he don't get calls and like stuff, we 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 belabored that point since the beginning of this podcast, Maui, where we talk about this all the time. We talk about right, this right. out and we know, like you know, we t- think about that. But I think in, in essence, I think. Um, he is very entertaining. I think, like you said, and a lot of it too. I think, kind of like, hey, I need, I need to show show out because you know this opportunity can present itself. Almost kind of how I remember how Perk was in the beginning, where Perk kind of was saying some some wild stuff in the beginning. He still say wild stuff to this day, 
but it kind of reminded me how Perk was when he first started um, started out as far as the analyst. But uh, I, I I enjoyed it, and like you said, and I and I think and I think he ruffled some feathers, like you know, Dave Lill and all them kind of came up like, man, you can't be saying stuff like that, and mm-hmm. they know it's the truth. It's almost like, hey, why are you violating the code? Because right. it's almost like, cause because if it weren't a big deal. Wow, because he said, you know, nobody's scared of Chris Paul, but I mean, Chris Paul's 37 years old. Like, mm-hmm. that's not nothing. That's not like, that's, that's not like, oh, like, oh my God, no one's not scared of Chris Paul. I mean, that's, that's well, okay. Well, like, look at the rough, look at the feathers he ruffled. He's had problems with Dame in the past. You know what I'm saying? Right, Paul George right, didn't come right. out and speak out against it. You know what? So, like, it was exactly. guys that already had problems with Pat Bev that spoke out against <laughs> yep, Pat yep. Bev, you know? So, yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, but yeah, and, but but he right though. Like, but I I leave my Phoenix Suns banter. I told you, I, like like last year, but I will leave that alone. So I speak- I think Matt Barnes, man, um, saying what he said. I think Bev today came a little different. He still spoke. He was a little more patient. He looked a little more cleaned up, but he wasn't as raw as he was yesterday. I feel like he was he pulled back just a little bit. Maybe I'm tripping. Do y'all know something else? I don't no, know. No, no, but he the same dude that was talking about Kwame Brown. Right, like, right. Uh, no, no, no. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. That's, that's my thing is like keep that same energy because oh, and, and that's the thing that pissed me off about Matt Barnes the other night. Cause he was like, Well, Chris Paul's one of the top point guards. And hey, who gives a damn about what he's done since 2005? What did he do these last five games? Damn, That's Chris, what we talking damn, about. Coach, you got me. You got me. You right. No, but I was holding saying, that one. No, I thought man. about that when that worked. That's I'm going to throw this and, to. And Chris, to piggyback off of what you were saying, like that stuff that they did, um, Hellman Gilbert Arenas, like Kwame Brown has just tried to live his life in peace and quiet, and they went after him for no reason. And I mean, like right. the thing that kind of bothers me about the Kwame Brown situation is that can we just admit that Michael Jordan's a lousy exec? And he should have never, and he should have never, and he should have never been picked in the first. Like a lot of, a lot of like, you're saying that he's a bust because he was. He should have never been the number one pick. He, he took and, out Morrison. Yeah, too. yeah, no, he took out Morrison too. He's a, he's he's a great great player, but he's a he's a lousy exec and he's a sketchy owner too, or whatever. And people keep on coming. The kid should have never been drafted number one. Exactly. He shouldn't have been drafted number one. Exactly. And it's not his fault that he was drafted number one. When you get drafted number one, you have these expectations, and the kid wasn't ready for it. And he doesn't talk. He just tries to live his best life. And they were coming after him last year, which I thought was unnecessary. Right, and I guarantee you, if Matt Barnes was in the situation, he was 18 coming out of college, and he had to live up a high expectation of being with that with that Wizards team that was this veteran related team, and you an 18 year old kid, that was a wrong fit anyway. Yeah. So it's see that's right, and I'm just like people don't understand the type of stuff. People just look at it all because you just look at just oh well he got drafted, he's number one overall pick, he won't this and third, he was in the wrong situation. A lot of us would have folded. Who could, could you imagine being an ATO kid fresh from a prom and then you getting and you getting drafted by Michael Jordan and all these high expectations? I got it. We all look up to and because Kwame's our age. Could you imagine being that young and having to live under that type of pressure? Like yep. we all Cole, fold. You I, I would have fold like a beach chill. I got nothing look, on that, man. I got, I, I got it. That. Well, by Kwame speaking now, it's a lot of stuff. That's why I love that. Ever since the pandemic, everybody's being able to fit, come to StreamYard and Zoom and be able to speak their piece. 
because people came out and said that he was supposed to be drafted number one because of everybody else. When he was working out, he was the best player, but he didn't play the way that Jordan wanted him to play. He didn't play that way. So if he would have been on another team that probably had a better offensive minded type of coach or, you know what I'm saying? Maybe played in the Western conference or something like that. You might've seen a complete different, pro- different player. player yeah. and, and, and that's the problem. Also, that's the problem with the bubble. There's a lot of guys that was able to get a chance to play, but then now everything is getting back to normal. They can't play like they were. They, 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 and I remember somebody said that they said, even in contracts, certain players are supposed to get so many touches and, and this, this and that. And it's not always about winning. That's why this conference today, that these conference championships is important because you can't say all these teams play team ball. All these teams play team ball. You know what I mean? But anyway, my bad. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> it's the ginger rail, fellas. Maui, on your point, TJ uh, Warren, prime example. Yep, TJ Warren right. had like 40, four, a couple 40-point games for Indiana. Are like, where, where the hell is this coming from? Bubba and, that, and, and now he's got a couple big dollars. And it's in fact, account from Indiana. He ain't played a game since. So – Right. TJ Warren did my favorite thing of like sucking it to a coach that you don't like. He came back and was like, oh, I hate this guy. I'm going to have surgery and I'm going to miss the rest of the year. That's like really. Jamal Murray is going to come back the way they thinking that he's going to come back. If he's going to come back playing like he played in the bubble. I, you know what I mean? I, that's why I'm thinking the same thing. <laughs> I'm saying I don't think he's gonna play like he did. And on the bubble side of things, if you talk to certain players, it's easy, it's much easier to shoot in an empty gym and in an oh, yeah. gym because you don't have right. that, like, just from a pure basketball standpoint, you don't have right. that extended view where it looks a little deeper because you have 80, right. 80 rows of stands behind the hoop, you know? So, right, right. So, yeah. of course, you're gonna shoot a little bit better in a quiet. Enclosed gym, everything's right. controlled for you. Yeah. So, so, so before we go on to our next topic, we got breaking news: the Orlando Magic will get the number one pick in the twenty twenty two NBA draft. So, <laughs> hey, make, you know my my other my my boy, the other one, Cole Anthony. He gonna get some help. So shout out to my little nephew. He'll get some yeah. help. Hey Lakers, trade Westbrook to Orlando for that number for that number one pick. Watch, they can get their <laughs> sixth point guard. I don't know what Orlando's doing. They have like uh, six point guards. They got RJ and Cole Anthony and Markel Fultz and now Jalen Suggs. Like, oh, hey coach, you don't even have to laugh like Smokey Robinson. That's wrong. <laughs> but Orlando, that's hit me with the high boys. <laughs> That's wild. So let's talk about actually the team that had the number one overall pick a few years ago, the Phoenix Suns. So, fellas, has the championship window closed on the Phoenix Suns? I'm going to go with you first, Cole. What you got? Yes. Yes, it has. Absolutely. Um, I think it's Lucas' time now. I think it Luca is here. You have the Warriors developing Jordan Poole, Jonathan Kaminga. Uh, you have to expect the Lakers will get somebody back. You have to expect that the Nuggets are going to have Jokic and potentially flip Porter for something. Um, you don't have DeAndre Ayton. You're in this weird spot. Or are you going to re-sign DeAndre Ayton? And if they do, I'm going to con- I'm going to reinforce the yes because look at the two teams in the Western Conference Finals right now. They're both small ball teams. They went small ball against DeAndre Ayton, put Cleaver at the center, spread them out. Ayton didn't play that well. So if you pay him big, it's a, it's a guard-driven league once it gets in the postseason for a lot of different teams. I, I just I just don't like it. 
And 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 you look at Devin Booker, and I a couple of years ago everyone was giving him flack about getting double teamed and pick up. Well, he's getting double teamed last night and or a couple of nights ago, and it looks poor. So I I, I don't know. It, it it's not looking promising. I'll say that to say the least. So yeah. What you got, JB? Um, is their championship window closed? I wouldn't say it's completely closed, but it's down near closed. Like, I mean, there might be like a little crack. So, I mean, I do think that there are some things that they can do this off season. But, um, yeah, man. Um, and Cole didn't mention this. I'm not really worried so much about the Lakers. They're like dysfunction right now. Um, I think that the team that is probably going to make a big step next year, if they're healthy, is probably the Clippers. Like they basically made a lot of moves and they're going to have a Kawhi. They'll have Paul George along with Norman Powell and the others. Um, you mentioned uh, Murray will be coming back as well. Um, it's just crazy. Like a lot of the times these windows – that we think are going to stay open for five or six years, they're not actually uh, open for that long. You have a short one to win a championship. If you don't, you know, it's, it's over with. And um, you mentioned the Warriors. I think the Warriors are actually not in that great of a position right now, man. I don't like really like the way to, we'll go into the, when we talk about the conference finals, but the Warriors really have not been playing well. Stuff does not look like the same player he was. Um, yeah. They've developed Jordan Poole, but I don't know, man. I think the Warriors might be a team that takes a step back next year. They might not be the number three seed in the West next year. They might be fifth or sixth. So, um, yeah, I think the I think the Suns it it might not be completely closed, but it's like ninety five percent closed. What you got, Maui? I mean, yeah, what you got, Maui? Quick question, fellas, before I read my take. Would would you would you trade Wiseman for Aiton? No, no. No, no. Okay, I thought huh? I'd need I'd need like a a Gary Payton or uh, like a Kaminga. I think I'd need like another piece in there. But but do y'all I, think that Aiton would look good with the Warriors? Would you Would you think different, JB, if they got Aiton? Um, I just think that stuff and them are kind of old, man. Like stuff and Clay are are getting they're getting up there. Like for me, I think that LeBron is kind of an outlier for a guy to like be that dominant for that long. Usually. We start seeing players decline after about 32 or 33, and I think the Warriors are kind of on the decline. And I don't think anybody's been talking about this, but Draymond Green's reluctance to shoot has been very disturbing, man. Like, he gets the ball under the basket. He doesn't shoot. He passes it out or whatever. It's almost like they're playing four on five sometimes. So I I just don't like what I've been seeing from the Warriors, man. And you you, you saw my post on Facebook the other day. Because <laughs> you, you commented. You commented. Yeah, yeah. So I see it, too. Do you think yeah. they should have kept – Curry coming off the bench. I thought they were dangerous by that. I, you know, Cole, let me tell you, the most important, one of the most important um, spots on a on a championship team is the sixth man. Yes. He is agreed. dangerous. And I'm sitting there like, and when they made that change, I said, oh, man, they're going to mess around and be dangerous. You know what I mean? And I think when you have a guy like a Steph Curry or a Clay, because they, they are older, that you should be able to do this. It shouldn't even be an issue. You know what I mean? But everybody's talking about basketball and egos. I think they – anyway. So, <laughs> um, the window to Phoenix Suns, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I'm going to say what you say, JB. I think it is slightly closing. I've seen something about Aiden and the coach 
had some it. issues. Yeah. And he said some words, and they hadn't paid Aiden. I would have thought they'd have played Aiden because having Chris Paul there and you got Aiden there, he, you know, he's one of the reasons why you got there. You know what I mean? So I would have thought they would have went on ahead and took care of that situation with his with his money. And they but, he wanted, but he but he wanted a max contract though, and my thing is this: I like Aiden. I think he's a very good player, but I don't think he's a max contract player because he can't really create his own shot, and he's like not very. He's not assertive. So I don't think he's a max contract. Every time over Aiden, I'm taking Bridges ten times out of ten twice on Sunday over Aiden. So I just I'm gonna be honest with you. We we speaking about Chris Paul. I think as a point guard, right? And you have a big and the type of point guard that he was. I don't even think that he used Aiden or Aiden or McGee to the to the advantage that they should have. You understood, know, understand he, what I'm saying? Understood. But he made Bismack Biombo playable. Like you know what I'm saying? Like he can make yeah. just about any big playable. So like if you don't have, in my opinion, on centers, if you don't have a star center, if you don't have a, right. a Nikola Jokic, a Joel Embiid, a Carl Anthony Towns, you should almost treat them like running backs. You should right. you should get like a, a guy that can shoot threes, a guy that rim runs, a guy that can right. defend the rim. Just like just run a committee. And I think that's right. what the Suns want to do without Aiden right. there. So I think that's why they didn't pay him. They paid Bridges because the league is getting smaller. It is reliance right. on more wings. Like look at who's in the right. uh, final four. Clay Thompson, right. Jordan Poole are wings. Luka Doncic right. needs a guy to defend him. Giannis right. is a wing. Jason Tatum's a wing. Jimmy Butler's a wing. Like it is wing dependent. Right. So it, I understood right. why they did Bridges, but I'm I don't know. I'm not and I, I and I also think this. I think that if you had to like ask me like how sure I am Aiden's going to be on the um be on the roster like October first, twenty twenty two, I would say I'm eighty five percent sure because I'm not sure that a team will be willing to give up the sign and trade because I, I Phoenix is not going to let him go for anything. He's a restricted free agent. I think that Phoenix is going to look at it this way: he can sign a contract with another team and we can match it. Because he can't he, – if you get a max from another team, it's not going to be as high. So you can match it, and then maybe, let's say, January or February, you can flip them for something else. I think that's ultimately what's going to happen because I don't think there's going to be a team that's going to be willing to do a sign-and-trade, like give them a max contract and then give up players and probably draft picks. So I think that's ultimately what's going to happen. So got, for I, me, with the injuries, I, I'm going to say – I said maybe a close no. I'm going to say no. Because I think that they do have to make some major moves because even Cameron Payton said, man, we were playing paying, um, playing hurt. But you look at Booker, and Book has those issues, and they just keep happening and keep happening and keep happening. So yeah. you can look at him like Lillard. Like, Lillard gets hurt so much. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, no, anyway. So, yeah, I'm going to say um, it is closing. <clears throat> I got a question on this one. Aiton was rumored for Sabonis. You think if Sabonis comes in, this team – Wins? No, because Sabonis is atrocious defensively. I mean, I think that's the but issue, and I—that's what you get Bridges and Crowder for. You know, what I mean? like, yeah, you know but still, but I think that when you look at the playoffs, though, you do need a big that he can defend. I mean, you, you saw how bad Luca. You you saw how bad Luca made. Yeah. Uh, and Luca can make. Can you imagine what Luca would do to Sabonis? Like, if you have Sabonis up high trying to defend him, agreed. But I think the yeah. five out stuff. Kind of helps him a little bit. Too, yeah. Now I would say this. Now I, I I would I, I would say this. I think that if you trade him for another center, I would be on the phone with Indiana and trying to get uh uh, uh Miles Turner for him. I think I heard, that's I heard a better Aiden fit. Siakam, we're looking because the Raptors. Yeah, 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 yeah I could see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, see, Siakam would be another one that I would maybe consider flipping them for as well. So I, yeah. I think that Aiden's okay. I think he's. I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna say he's okay. 
I think it's somebody. I think mentally he got broke down. I think the last two players, I think he got broke down. And the coach, sometimes you got to have a coach to be at a, okay, I'm going to go football for you guys. I'm, you know what I'm saying? I remember the Steelers was playing the Packers. And, 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 and Clay Matthews, Kevin Green went to him and said, son, it's time for you to be who you are. You know what I mean? And you sometimes the delivery has to be a certain way. And maybe it's just not – it's no excuse. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to be professional. And maybe Williams just couldn't rel- give him that motivation that he needed because he knew that pig they, – they making me an issue. Like, they, they're, they make you – they're embarrassing me, and I don't have any help. <laughs> you know what I mean? Chris Paul is like, they're embarrassing me, and I don't have any help. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Um- I, I think their championship window has closed. I think as far as when I think about championship, a, a team that will make the Western Conference Finals, I don't see this team making the Western Conference Finals um, going forward. Like we talked about, like um, to, almost to belabor your guys' point, um, then we'll be back. Obviously, Michael Porter Jr. will be back. Also, uh, Jamal Murray. Uh, the Clippers will be back, obviously, with a healthy Kawhi. Um, and, you, I mean, it's a – a lot of teams in the Western Conference that I think could definitely make some headway. Um, this, I think, was their perfect opportunity um, in this in this situation um, as far as getting back there. Um, so I think their window has closed. I don't I don't see them. I can see, they'll be a, they'll still be a playoff team. Don't get me wrong. They and I I, I doubt if they'll win sixty games again. Oh, they probably I can won't. see them. I can see. I can, they could probably still be fifty. 50 win potentially, but I think that's their apex at this point. How this current roster is constructed. If there's moves in the offseason, I can't forecast that at this point. But looking at this roster now, I can't I can't envision this team uh making the championship run. And I think Crowder, I think Crowder, I think Crowder is probably gonna be gone at the end of the year. So I think they're probably gonna because Crowder is gonna be on the last year of his contract. So I think they'll probably flip Crowder for something as well. So and and then he's gonna be a, a potential piece to a puzzle for a team that we not even maybe talking about. Cause like we talk like we well we we always talk about him Malby like as far as when we look at a heat check guy like cause we I think oh, what team did we say who needs like a oh, Denver. We were saying like who we think Denver needs Denver needs like a heat check kind of guy. Like yeah, Bucks. As far Bucks. as yeah Bucks yeah, yeah. Still in that yeah the Bucks. We honest to God like yep. So that's yeah. what I said so if he leaves, that's another one where I think he could potentially help a actually make Phoenix even worse as far as when it comes to the the, the pecking order in, in the West Conference. Because, like you said, if he leaves, and you know, so I think Draymond said it best. He said there's 82 game players, and then there's 16 game players, and I feel like the Suns have a lot of 82 game players. They, they, the Jazz too, you know, those guys are always yeah. near the top of the yeah, pecking yeah. order, one two seeds, right. and then come playoff time, you got Chris Paul who's choked. Two five two zero leads, you know, yeah. and, and Jazz are in the same boat. So I think they got a lot of eighty two game players, and they need to get a guy that wants it more than you in the postseason. I don't know if they have that yet. So. I feel like the Suns' biggest problem was they act like they won the championship. Oh yeah, they were very arrogant. They were very arrogant. Yeah. They were very cocky. Um, like you, um, like um, and you know, like I, um, I think uh, that. The reason why Pat Beverly and Anthony Edwards were, were having a time with them is because, like, what Anthony Edwards said, he said that, like, during the regular season, that last game, they were making fun of them. They were talking shit, saying, oh, yeah, you guys will be lucky to make the playoffs. That's why a lot of people are having a fun time with it. And then how they were mocking Luka during the series. 
Mm-hmm. So Luca, Luca said it's easy to talk when you guys are up. And he, then he put on an absolute show. He, he earned my respect, man. I, I was not a Luca guy. I thought he was hard in 2.0. And oh, yeah. here he is just being hey, Cole. dude. Me neither. Chris, I mean, Coach Loving. All right. I'm a, this is kind of a sad story. Cole, so we did um, for Off the Ball Network made like two years ago. We did an all time lineup, oh. right? Yeah. So uh, we had, like, I think, six players. So my sixth man was Luca. Everybody laughed at me because, of, and I was like, "Watch, y- y- y'all gonna laugh, y- y'all laugh, y'all gonna laugh now, but you're gonna cry later." Like, I, like I, I seen the potential, and I remember when people said, "Oh, you know him over Mar- Marvin Bagley," because I remember I had him in a mock draft over Marvin ba- Marvin Bagley the third, and one of the guys like, "You, you, you're crazy." I'm like, "You need to watch some international basketball, son." It, it's it's yeah. a little different than college out there. Like you see, dude, the Webinyana kid is going to be right? like the same right. way. I feel like this so. man was playing against grown grown yes. dudes and like a teenager. He was fourteen years old playing professional grown dudes. Like, There's footage of him playing like Russ in the Olympics, and I was like, yeah, he's clearly like with it. I don't. Yeah, like, so I, I just I, I, I was a little worried because like, he comes yeah, in I'm, out of shape. You hear the stories that he's drinking sweet tea in the locker room. I'm like, oh my right. gosh. We're James Harden all over again. Like, I was like, he's James Harden and Josh Russell Westbrook. That was and so that's what I, his game, yeah, this game looked like James Harden. You're right. And so, S is scary because he's young. And yes. it's almost like if he if he have these continuous patterns, how are you going to be at 30? Mm-hmm. So, he's got <laughs> Jason Kidd, man. Too. Yeah. And I think if Jason Kidd so, is a point guard, he was a superstar. And they was mm-hmm. arguably saying, like, he was one of the, the best point guards of all time. Arguably, they were saying that. Like, he had a – Jason Kidd had a lot on him. Coming into the Boy. game, and you got a lot of kind words about Jason Kidd. As a Bucks fan, not a lot of oh, kind yeah, words hate about him. Jason oh, yeah, Kidd. Right. Yeah, you hate him. Oh. Giannis is talking about how he was talking about water slides and timeouts during games. So I yeah, don't, yeah, I'm yeah. not a Jason I, Kidd guy. I, I know you're not, but I'm, I'm just yeah. saying, and I and I'm just saying in general. I think when he got with when winning the championship, Kobe Bryant passing away, and all those different things, I yeah. think it, the pandemic, I think it changed him. And I think he learned – if you look at that that Laker team, I say it's, it's a bunch of riffraff on that squad. You know what I mean? And a lot of championships too. And I yeah. think that it, it taught him something. And then nobody's talking about – that Laker team always talked about how they loved um, Jared Dudley. And then I'm seeing how – I wonder how important Jared Dudley is to that locker room. Yeah. You know, you understand what I'm saying? Oh, no, I get that. Like, That's I don't know what he's doing, but I just know that last game that I saw – I was like, yo, this is this is domination. They he took they they took they soul and they and then they was like he was like, man, I don't care. This is this this is the third quarter, but guess what? We're we're losing right now. And I was like, oh man, it ain't looking good. Luca doing three sixties with his he doing a large one moves at the three point line shooting threes just. Dude, he just wanted Luke it more. Cole, it was man. awesome. So. Luca Cole, bro. That's what I'm telling people. Yeah, he earned my yeah. respect. I, I was not a fan. I mean, I was yeah, always high on Booker, Booker low on Luca, and it flipped, man. It flipped over that season. So. <laughs> Booker, let the Kardashian go. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> And my nephew ain't never been the same ever since. Shout out to Rashad Rashawn McCants. He was the first one. So I've been telling y'all, I've been telling y'all about 15 years of him alone. But y'all don't be listening. Nah, I digress. Shout out, shout out, shout out to Rashawn McCants. But, but um, so guys, let's talk about let's talk about the, the, the Easter and the Western Conference uh, finals, fellas. Um, we get so now there's four. 
we got the um, we got the uh, Miami Heat and the Boston Celtics and the Golden State Warriors and the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, biggest storylines in these conference finals. What you got, Cole? Eastern Conference is how tired are the Celtics? Like you just played seven games and just got beat up on by Giannis. Al Horford and Grant Williams and Tatum, all those guys were just taking shot after shot, flopping on charges, getting elbowed. Like, how tired are you? Can you withstand Jimmy Butler? Those guys have been sitting and waiting, supposed game screen, uh, game scheming against you guys for a week now. So I expect a heat blowout in game one. And then the Celtics are gonna have to win four out of the next six. And three of those will be in Miami. So I just I feel like that's gonna be a tough one for Boston. And then on the west side. It's Jordan Poole versus Jalen Brunson. Steph and, Steph and Luke are going to get theirs. Of those two, who's going to who's gonna earn the bigger millions? Is it going to be Jalen bust out another million Brunson, or is it going to be Jordan Poole me all my money, baby? Come on. I need to see it. So I think that's the big matchup in the West. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. What you got, JB? So my biggest storyline in the East is uh, can Boston break through? I mean, this is their – this is their fourth time in the conference finals since uh, 2017. So is this going to be the year that they break through? I actually disagree with, uh, I, I disagree with Cole. I don't think that tonight's going to be a blowout. I know that, uh, I know that Marcus Smart is not, um, I know he's not, I know he's not here and I know Corbett's not there, but when I've looked at NBA history, a lot of times the team that had the longer layover is not sharp and it maybe favors the team who actually came off the seven game series. So I think that tonight will be a competitive game. Um, Miami, I think it's very important that Miami wins this game, but yeah, for me, the biggest storyline in the East is can Boston finally break through um, and the West is this a changing of the guard? Because this series to me has like all the recipe for like a changing of the guard. You have the team that's never lost in the conference finals since they've gotten together. You have the team that uh, is trying to get to their six finals and you have this team that's only in their third playoff run. That's hungry. So this could be a changing of the guard. Uh, A lot of this series kind of reminds me a bit of, just a little bit of when Cleveland went against Detroit in two, in 2007, actually. So this that's the storyline for me. Is this a changing of the guard? I like that comparison. Yeah. What you got? What you got, Mal? Damn, Jay Bizzle. Boy, <laughs> where my popcorn at, man? I'm ready. <laughs> I don't know who's going to win this Eastern Conference. I don't know. I just I'm starting to think that I think the Heat may have a wild card, like Victor Oladipo or something like that. I think that something, they're going to throw something in there. And I think that might be the thing. Because I, I, that Boston series, I kept seeing the same players, right? And I was like, damn, they ain't got nobody they can throw in them. Like, what's what's the name? Roy Williams? Will Williams? Is he is he hurt? Is he playing? Oh, there you go right there. So he's playing. Okay. So I don't know if Boston is deep, is deep enough. You know what I mean? And I don't want, I don't want Jason Tatum – trying to get these tic-tac files you know what i mean and it may, and there be offensive files i get it i get it why he did it with the bucks but I, I think they need to be focused on getting this ball in this hoop because one thing they're younger and that's an older team and a lot of them be having knickknack um um injuries too um i don't know like are they going to have an answer for bam like, I, I don't know. I just think it's going to be interesting. It's hard for me to pick. I think this is going to be a good series. Yeah. It's hard for me. Now, Western Conference, man. Uh, 
matchups. Like, regardless of what we – I don't know. Like, I don't think – I think Poole did decent. But I don't think he was the pool that I that um I saw yeah, early in the in, in in the beginning of the playoffs, you know. And mm. truth be told, if if, if Stephen, I think Adams did pretty well. I ain't saying he did great, but he always plays well against the Warriors. For some reason, he he agitates them with his movement or something. He just can't stay off the ground. That was pissing me off. But he also was getting hurt, you know. And I I still think that if Clay didn't get hot, they would have lost, you know. And if slow mo would have made his free throws, they would have lost. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cal, Cal, Cal. Yeah, yeah. It's Cal bad, Anderson. You know? Yeah, it was bad. And so I'm really the way that lad that game seven was and how dominant they were. And if they could just take just a little bit of that, I don't know, man. I think the Mavs, I really want the Mavs to win, but it's hard to, you know, go against the Warriors. You gotta the Warriors may reminds me of the the Patriots a little bit. Where you can't make too many mistakes, you can't. You gotta make. You gotta make your free throws. You mm-hmm. gotta make your shots. You can't miss layups. You gotta make. You cannot. You cannot keep your foot off their neck. You know what I mean. You got to play. You gotta switch when you need to switch. You 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 can't. You can't. Or next thing you know, it's going to be a problem. So I don't. It's. I don't know. Yeah. Um. I got a few storylines. Obviously, can Miami and Golden State kind of return to their, you know, I want to say championship glory or say, but more so we know Miami two year two years removed from being in the NBA Finals, and we know Golden State is three years removed from being in the NBA Finals. Can these right. two teams kind of get back into that, um, into that, you know, into the championship round, potentially with the NBA Finals? And then also um, – You've served um, on, on both ends. Um, we're looking at, like you said, it could be the change of guard on both ends of the conference. Right. When you look at a guy, you know, JB, you talked about Luca. Now we're thinking about um, Jason Tatum on the on the East. It's, it's, just, it's one of those things where you got two guys who could potentially be now the torch barriers of the NBA. Yeah, um, oh. So these are gonna. This is an opportunity to, to see, you know, the youth. We call it theoretically the youth, but um, you know, um, you know, these two young guys um carrying their teams to to heights where Dallas. Do we necessarily think they were going to make it to the Western Conference Finals? We knew, like obviously, that they they were on the verge. We know, obviously, they you know those last two years, obviously, with the struggles with the Clippers, and this year they finally broke through it. So it's kind of one of the things where hey, they just they just achieved this level, but we didn't think that. Boston, too, I think initially, I think we looked, especially in the beginning of the season, that we think Boston was going to be in this predicament in the beginning. Not at all. They were, we thought, you know, at the beginning, they were damn near on the verge of not even making the playoffs in the beginning of the year. But um, they did rebound and, you know, they was able to do their thing. But um, those are kind of the two storylines I'm looking forward to in these two, in these, um, the Eastern and the Western Conference Finals. So, fellas, uh, let's see what we got next. Um, any player or team under the most pressure, and this is kind of this, this conference championship round is a little bit different. But yeah. do we have any guys, any players or teams that you guys view that has the most pressure? I'm gonna go with you first, Cole. I wouldn't say it's a ton of pressure, but I mean Curry definitely has the most. I wouldn't say it's a lot though. You know, you know, like he's like like Curry and Jimmy are the two that have been most recent to the finals. So you obviously look at those guys first to get back to the finals because they have that experience. Um, so I, Curry and Jimmy come to mind. 
Curry probably more so because he's kind of that finals MVP has been lost upon him for whatever reason. Jason Tatum's up there. Obviously, I think he's probably my pick just because he has not broken through all the way. And, and, and everybody has been waiting on it and waiting on it and waiting on it. He's been a monster in the first two. He beat Kevin Durant. He beat Giannis Antetokounmpo. Can he get there? That's that's what everybody's been waiting on. So it's one of Tatum, Butler, or Curry. Probably Tatum, Curry, Butler in that order, I'd say. Okay. What you got, JB? Um, so I would say I would definitely say probably the team that's under the most pressure would probably be Golden State. Um, I think Golden State kind of when we look back at their championship run, um, a lot of people are probably not going to give them their due because they won two of the three with Kevin Durant. And I think that um, there's a lot of doubt whether they could have won a second or third one without Kevin Durant. So I think the Warriors and the Warriors are favored here. Like um, I posted on Facebook that I think the Mavericks can win the series. Um, I think the Mavericks can win the series, but Golden State is going to be favored. Like, and I understand why they're going to be favored, but like if Golden State was to lose to the Mavericks, I think that there could be some like dire consequences in their future for them losing the series. And it sounds kind of weird because like they've won three championships and they've been a stable franchise. But I think that if they were to lose the series, I think that they would go from being contenders to just another team. And I'm definitely, um, I agree with Cole. I think that Tatum is under, I wouldn't say a lot of pressure, but he's under pressure because he's 24 years old and people have been waiting for him to break through. So um, I would say the Warriors Tatum's under and Tatum's under pressure and Jimmy is under pressure too. Cause Jimmy's getting up there and Jimmy hasn't gotten that championship yet as well. Yeah, what, you, what you got Maui? Um, I'm agreeing with both of you. I, I, I don't think, um, I don't think there's a lot of pressure going around, um, but I will say I will, I'm, I'm going to answer the question. I'm going to say team wise, I would, I do think golden state, I, and it should be. They really, with the main core, they really only won one championship without Kevin Durant. You know what I mean? Um, so when you, if they lose, you got to look at it like, okay, we need to do something. We definitely need to try to get younger or something. They got to make some moves. They got to. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm gonna say the player that got the most pressure and um, is Brown. I don't think it's Tatum. I think Tatum is is has made his mark. I think he's made his mark and they, you know, and I think they, they, you know, remember it was always a discussion about both of them, like which one remember in the beginning of the year, smart was pissed because it seemed like they wasn't passing the ball. Um, I think Brown hasn't played well. And I think that it's in a mark for him too. if he plays well, they're going to be dominant. You know, they're actually going to be pretty good. So I think it's a lot of pressure on him. Cause I know it's, he's thinking like, if I don't do better, I might not be here. In, in, oh, you, you know, know what I'm you don't, you don't, you, you, you don't think he's played well. I think he's played pretty well. I mean, he had a stinker in game one against Milwaukee, but he played yeah. fairly good, like shooting the ball. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tatum he hasn't been as dumb. He hasn't been as dominant yeah, as like, Tatum has been, but he's yeah. been steady though. He's been steady, like giving them twenty something a game, like he, nineteen, twenty something. He's been steady for them. He hasn't had that. Um, yeah, he had. Go ahead, you can say that again, Cole. I was going to say, he's the quintessential second option, like you're saying. He's a steady 19, yeah. 20 place. Yeah, 20 guy, yeah. yeah. He does not need yeah, to do he a has yeah. He, has, he hasn't you. had he, he hasn't had that, like, that insane game, per se, that right. like, Tatum had in game six, but he's he been nice and steady for them. Yeah, he hasn't needed to. Um, yeah. 
Um, and he hasn't right. even had that that game that Horford had in game four, but he's been nice that's, and steady shooting, shooting right. a good percentage. Okay. Yeah, but that's what so. I'm saying. That, and that's what I'm saying. When I think of Brown, I'm thinking that he would give you one of those Horford or even Williams game. The Williams is probably out of this world hitting all those things. But I've been waiting for Brown because Brown is supposed to be that. You know, at one time they was like, which one is it going to be Tatum or him? And I think maybe, OK, maybe you guys are telling me he made a decision like, OK, Tatum, do your thing. I still think, you know, some of his some of his decisions, I was like, oh, yeah, he looked like he's forcing it. You know what I mean? Yeah, he does. He he does make bad decisions. His shot selection at times can be kind of yeah. bad. Yeah. And, right. He, and he struggles with the little things, making free throws. Like, he turns over the ball, like, just dribbling. And that's what like, I'm it, talking it, about. That, yeah, like, those things are what I'm talking like, about. Like, stuff you yeah. just notice watching the game. Like, it doesn't show up on a stat sheet. Yeah. Like, he'll miss a right. couple free throws. He'll, like, lose the right. ball dribbling. You're like, what's going on here? You know, so, right. they're gonna yeah. need that going down yeah. a stretch. Hence, the reason, like, if, if they yeah. want to advance, yeah. these kind of things cannot happen. You know, especially if they if they want to win um, the Eastern Conference. So I I totally get that. Um, I mean, like you said, maybe and it's weird to say Golden State has the pressure because a part of me is like they're lucky they they're even here, mm -hmm. honestly. Yes. Because I mean, we think about like even. I'm thinking back three years ago. After obviously we knew Kevin Durant injury, knew he won't coming back, and then Clay getting hurt, and then on top of you know the ACL injury, then in November the, the day before the draft in, in 2020 he tears his Achilles, and you think to yourself, this team is not going to this 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 run is over. Um, so there is pressure because in a sense this might be it. This is what this could be their potential last dance. Quote unquote. Mm -hmm. So I think out of all the teams, they probably have all the pressure because I can see Dallas. Dallas is they playing with house money. Boston playing with house money, and um, even to to an extent Miami because I think Miami they still have that window that we that we think that the close you know in quotes. So, I, it, but yeah, it's kind of what we think yeah. today. Like it, it, no, we actually. think it, but I don't you know. But I think Golden State probably has the most pressure, even though it's really a great thing that they even hear. Like, I, if someone right. would have told me, you know, the day before the draft of 2020 that they would be back in the, in the, in the um, Western Conference Finals, I'd be like, nah, ain't no way. Like, right. Their right. windows is done. So right. that's why I look at it from that standpoint. <clears throat> like Jimmy, I think Jimmy is another guy, too, where – there in age and just you know like i talked about him uh, other day he's a sports sociopath so like the whole thing about the you chose me over tobias harris and tobias harris over me me and i'm thinking to myself and then if you can't back that up with another finals performance or you know or going to the nba finals present day it might be justified honestly mm -hmm. you know as far as if you can't get as far you know if this of how this, how the, how the Easter Conference play out. That's what I mean more so than anything. It's almost like, yeah, you just get to the next round and then get eliminated. It's damn near the same thing. So, you know, in that sense. So, I look at him and like you said, age, and especially when he was in the era. I think, especially when we look at in this era, like with LeBron, KD, and all like that type of situation, where especially I think when him being in Chicago, he was to me was always like the antagonist 
of this Cleveland and Chicago rivalry that we kind of that we were on. You know, there was it was somewhat of a rivalry, but it was kind of like you know we wanted it to happen, but obviously we knew Cleveland was pretty much on the um, on the receiving end of all those. Um, you know, it wasn't really a it was a one sided rivalry that Cleveland pretty much dominated in this generation, but we all know the previous generation. We know how that happened, but uh, we would have created elos of this of this oh. generation. But yeah. So, fellas, let's um next topic. What's the um? Let's what we got here. Uh, individual matchups that you're looking forward to seeing. I'm gonna go with you first, Cole. I got a couple. I, I want to see who the Warriors throw on Luca because they right. don't have Gary Payton. Is it gonna be Andrew Wiggins? Is it gonna be Draymond? Is it gonna be Kaminga? You know, I, I want to see who they throw on Luca. And on the flip side, I want to see who the Mavs throw on Steph. Is it gonna be Reggie Bullock? Is it gonna be Jalen Brunson, like, and, and if it is a Jalen Brunson or Luka Doncic, are they going to pick on him and make them run around, waste all their energy defensively? So I want to see how the Warriors and Mavs, uh, Warriors and Mavs match up with their superstar. Yeah, what you got, Matt? I'm my bad. What you got, JB? Um, so for me, I'm looking at the Bam matchup. Um, I'm looking at what Boston does to Bam. I, I think Bam's a very good defender, and I think that. If Boston is taking shots late in the shot clock and Bam is out on the perimeter, I think that that's a win for Miami. Um, but I'm looking at Bam um, and his rim protection. That's something that I'm going to be looking at um, in this game, um, at, in this series, because I think that Bam's rim protection might be huge. Because I do think Boston is going to be more willing to take the ball to the rack because there's no Giannis and there's no Brooke Lopez. I think people kind of underestimate Brooke Lopez. Brooke Lopez is a, a freaking monster, man. He's a very big deterrent. So Boston settled for a lot of uh, threes um, in the last series. And I think they're going to be more willing to attack the rim because even though Bam's a good defender, he's not a massive body under there. So, um, and then out West, I'm looking to see what the Mavs do with Luca. I mean, like, I don't think they have a lot of good options to guard Luca in this series. And I think it's a bit scary. And like, I do think that you're going to see Draymond Green on Luca sometimes, but Draymond's a good defender. Draymond's a good defender, but I think that if they're doing that consistently, I think Draymond's going to end up in foul trouble. I, I kind of so, hope Kaminga answers the call. I really do. Yeah, like he's going to think... show me a lot. Like if he's yeah. like, "Yes, Luca, let's go," then I'm all in on Kaminga. Yeah, if he's, yeah. If he addresses that, then I think that kid's going to be a star. And if he another away with it. Mm-hmm. I'm a little tired, and, so. and another one I'm looking at too is I'm looking at what. Uh, I'm looking at Jordan Poole. I think Jordan Poole had a really good year, but Jordan Poole's very weak on defense. I expect for Dallas, I expect for uh, Dallas to attack him relentlessly, and I would not be surprised to see uh, Jalen Brunson attacking him a lot as well. Jalen Brunson has the potential to have a huge series. I think he's going to have favorable matchups going against Poole and going against Curry. I think he's going to have a lot of favorable matchups. Agreed. Yeah. What you got? What you got, Matt? Oh man, definitely. I want to see who, how, how they're gonna. When well, I'm watching it now, and see how they're gonna, um, who they're gonna put up against Bam. I think you know what I'm saying that's their wild card. It's Bam, and yeah, it's looking kind of weird right now <laughs> when I'm watching the game. But um, it's so interesting, like the the, the what to see to see what the Warriors gonna do because like we sitting here talking Luca, but Brunson is killing. And not one time have we said anything about Dinwiddie. And if Dinwiddie can, is hit knocking his shots down, and I mean, I just see that the Warriors. I could, I'm, to me, I just see them with the pace that I saw that I know Dallas 
use in that defense, I see them in foul trouble a lot. You know what I mean? And I think yeah. they're a different team with Draymond on. Draymond ain't on the floor. And I oh, can see, most definitely. I'm, and I see Clay Thompson pouting a lot because he can't do the things that he used to do. You know what I mean? And I'm sure it's going to be flashes of that. But yeah. I think Clay's going to be the guy they attack. JB, you talking about attacking yeah. Pool? I actually think Pool is a little bit of a better defender than Clay is right now. I think Clay is a hobble, and and he you is. can tell that he's missed a lot of basketball in the past couple of years, yeah. and he's still right. getting up to speed a little bit. So I'd be interested to see if they try to get pick at that Luca Clay matchup a little, and and if Clay yeah. shows me something, um, if he if he's a little back to old Clay, that'd be huge. But yeah. he showed flash oh. a bit in the Grizzly series, but yeah. Mm. And, and Cole, I also think this. I think there are going to be times where Dallas actually puts Dorian Finney Smith on stuff as well. I think that I think they're going to. I think there could ever be times. I think there are going to be times where they put Dorian Finney Smith on stuff. I think they're going to use. They're going to use Reggie Bullock somewhat, and they're going to use some other people. But I think Dorian Finney Smith could actually. I think Dorian Finney Smith could give stuff some problems. Here's an X factor for you, Frank Mitlakina. Mitlakina played really well against Chris Paul and Booker, so that's going to be another guy that stuff's going to have to deal with. So they got they if 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 the Warriors I'm, want to go small. The Mavs can too. So you know, I yeah. think that's I, I think yeah. that's the big story. I just hope yeah. the Warriors don't try to do what they did against the Raptors and was like the hell with the three point line and tried to run in and do like two pointers and move the ball like crazy because they pace is always fast. They Prince, shoot yeah. fast and everything. And man, <laughs> you know, I just think Luca. I haven't. It's so weird, man. The way he how he his euro step and how he get in there he do his two like it's just so strange how he could just Look maneuver we, his body man and then get him up in the air like all right he, he just flew it bro he just mm-hmm. bro he just that's just how he rolled like but well, like you said I, I, I don't mean to interrupt but i'll say this if there is a team that knows how to deal with an iso heavy offense and a coach and a scheme the Warriors right. saw James Harden for years, years. yep yeah years so yep. yeah. it's it's nothing new to them either so I that, that that aspect of it has to play into it. The only issue with that, though, the only Luka's issue with that, we like I said, on. when I watched that game, we saw Luca. That's because Luca really, you really pay attention. Luca was like, man, it ain't even about me, shoddy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No. Brunson was killing them. Yes. Brunson was killing them, and they knew it. They was like, man, this little dude is small, but he plays big. Hey, you don't and have to tell me I played against Brunson in high school. He kicked my teeth in, so. Mm. Um, mm. For real? Hey, <laughs> did he need an assistant? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Rockford <laughs> Auburn. I was I got called up to Marston my sophomore year, and uh, they were like – it was like he had like 22 in the first quarter, and they are like, Reigns, you want anything? I was like, mm, I'm good. Uh, I'm good. I'll come in the second half when they got the bench warmers in. So You know what he has? You know what Brunson has to? He has the same thing Pat Beverly has. And it's and 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 truth be told, no disrespect to the NBA, he don't get the calls he he deserves. That's one thing I saw last game too that was bothering me. I'm like, yo, you just seen him get smacked in his face, and then Chris Paul go down, and he don't even hardly do anything. He falling back, and then they call the foul. I mean, come on, we see it, man. You know, lie to me, McFly, lie to me. You know, anyway. Yeah, and like I said, I think my biggest thing was um, what JB said earlier as far as um, the, the matchups, what they're going to do with Seth Curry. Um, obviously, we know, like, uh, my nephew, Reggie Bullock, 
And Dory Finney-Smith did a great job of, uh, with Chris Paul and, um, and Devin Book as far as him coming off screen. So now you look at the situation. Now you got a guy like a Steph Curry, like like who's going to – Who's going to be the primary uh, defending on him? So that's going to be kind of one of the things that's going to be definitely an interesting, um, you know, interesting um, tidbit of the series that I'm looking forward to watching as well. So as far as um, those two guys, and we know those guys have just been been killing it perimeter defensive wise for the Mavericks, um, you know, throughout you know, obviously in the Phoenix series that really was really illuminating, um, obviously. But you know, they've been doing their thing since since the jump, so. That's gonna be the one I'm really, um, the, the one I'm really keen in out of out of all the matchups in this uh, in the conference championship as well too, because um, that's concerned. So, fellas, let's go around the horn. Prediction time. So, who is gonna win the Eastern Conference and who's gonna win the Western Conference? Who's gonna get a ticket to the NBA Finals, and, and how many games? So, what you got, Cole? Mavs and six, Heat and seven. Give me that rematch. Oh, two, what, 2006 and, and 2011. Oh, dirt went off. Yeah, now Jason Kidd. Oh, there yeah, we go. There we go. Oh, Stop Jason Kidd and, and, and Haslam. Yeah. <laughs> you know, hey, man, Haslam's you know. still there. Talking about oh, You were talking oh, about Jared Dudley's importance earlier. Udonis exactly. Haslam's got yes. a pretty big important, too, when Mr. you look at right. the Heat Jimmy chip. Butler Fighting Eric Spolstra, he yeah. was the first guy in there. So yeah, we got yeah, we got a rematch potentially. Yes, I what like Matt Heat there. What you got, JB? Uh, whew. um, give me the Celtics in six. Although, like, I'm a bit concerned about Horford. Um, not I'm a concerned about how many how much time Horford's gonna miss. But I'm sure Marcus Smart probably played in this game. But give me the Celtics in six, and give me the Mavs in six. Okay, what you got? Bowie. I'm gonna say I really want to agree with with with, with, you, with you, JB. That sounds about right. Um, but I'm gonna say Celtics, Heat, and seven. Um, just because um, out of respect of um Eric's folks, I think he had figured out to push it, the the you know to push it down. But um, <laughs> I'm gonna give I'm gonna give the Mavs. I'm gonna say the Mavs six. I don't, it's crazy that I'm saying that, but I just think they're going to rely on them two guys, them three guys. I think they're really going to rely on them, man. And we've seen they age. We've seen they, you know, we've seen them get the rafters. They look, and, you know, and they, they, they got a lot of heart, man. But, you know, I think this year, I'm telling you, I think the storyline of this year is really a lot of those guys are really, really getting old. You know what I mean? Yeah. They really are. You see flashes of some of those, but they're really getting old, man. <laughs> but salt, salt, and pepper gang still still exists in, in in this NBA streets. Don't don't get it twisted. No old guys do, do still do anything out here. Don't discount the don't don't discount the uh, the salt and pepper gang of the um, of the NBA. You know, <laughs> but um, give me give me the Warriors in six, and give me the Celtics in six six. We're going to have a coast-to-coast NBA Finals, so we're going to go to the Hava. Well, first we're going to get get an Uber, go to the Hava, and, <laughs> and see Steph Curry because he's wicked smart. Hey, and, I'll say- and wicked smart, um, Marcus Smart versus Curry, and it's a oh, wicked smart. Boy. I'll say this, man. <laughs> For NBA 75th anniversary – Two story yes. franchises. It feels like it feels like NBA might push that a little bit. I'm just gonna I'll exactly. hand up, hand exactly. up. But that's not a bad call. 
The Hammer. Yeah, Hammers. <laughs> Are we picking? I'm picking. You know, I'm actually picking the Celtics, man. Was that the next one? Who we may pick the, for the championship, or is we no, gonna wait for that? That's two weeks from today. All right, I'm really, I'm really, you know, I'm blue because me being LeBron fan and being with the Lakers, and I knew this season that they both had 17 championships, right? So I was sitting here like, man, they should be focused. They gonna win, and I'm looking at Boston like they got a good chance of winning this damn championship. And I've been watching the winning, winning, the winning time, and I'm sitting here like, oh my god. <laughs> A big F you to Laker Nation. <laughs> right. I'm sitting here looking like that storyline about the garden and the and the leprechaun beat. I was sitting here like, oh my God. <laughs> like that is that that is gonna be crazy. Because all they've been talking about is the Clippers all this year. And I'm like, man, if the Celtics win, I wouldn't want to be Russell Westbrook. Yeah, shove up your winner time. <laughs> shove up that winner time of your champ chatter. <laughs> but <laughs> the hover, the hover matchup. So you know, <laughs> Deshaun, if we go, you go, you go drive your car from from Boston hey, to go hey, to Cole. San Francisco. <laughs> hey Cole, be honest, be honest, because I remember you now. Do you miss PJ Tucker? Did y'all miss PJ Tucker? Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think we would, honest to God. I didn't think we would because I, I've been saying it's a guard-driven league. Um, right. And, and but I, three I, and D, I, man. Three yeah, and D is so important, man. And like, also, I, I think another thing I saw from the Milwaukee series is that like they couldn't switch. That was another thing that hurt them. They their inability to switch and Bud. I know people criticize Bud for what he did, and I do think he does some wacky stuff with the rotation, but I just don't think that he had the – I don't think he had the personnel to, like, do a lot of the stuff he wanted to do. I could do an hour on the Bucks right now, but I'll just say <laughs> – <I, laughs> hey, I've well, watched a lot of Bucks basketball. Fiserv form is two blocks that way. I've gone to Fiserv quite a bit. So I, I've watched yes. a lot of Bucks basketball. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, too, one more thing, man. Go ahead. I felt – I felt – a guy like P.J. Tucker, who was with Harden all those years, understands a, a, a franchise player. Everybody has to have that guy to be able to motivate him. And I don't think there was nobody there for Giannis to say, hey, man, I got your back. Don't worry about it. I got your back. He just sat there. He, he just seemed like he sat there and looked around like, man, I ain't got nobody. And I think every superstar needs to have that. I've got a Everyone. laundry list of problems. PJ Tucker was not one of those problems, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> the, fact, the fact that Dante DiVincenzo was traded for Serge Ibaka, that's a problem. The fact that Chris Middleton was hurt and Drew Holiday felt like he needed to take 55 threes, that's a problem. The fact that the half-court offense was as bad as it was because Middleton is so instrumental in those pick-and-pops with Giannis, that's yeah. a problem. What's, the fact that uh, Wes Matthews and Grayson Allen – had brown stains down their leg all throughout games in Boston. That was a problem. The fact that Bud didn't play Javon Carter, that was a problem. I keep oh, going. Man. You want me to keep going? So, I, I got. I got it. I got it. Look. <laughs> yeah. So, Why don't you I, just I, trade I, us? I will say PJ Tucker was instrumental. I didn't think he was because everyone was talking about as his defensive stopper, and he was doing this against right. KD. And I was like, he wasn't really that good in that series. And then when we got to the uh, the Suns matchup, it was a lot more Bobby P than anything. And they went sentimental rather than getting the value. And... Right. So why don't you trade us Middleton and you just take Westbrook? I think that's it. I think that's what you need. 
That's what you need, baby. <laughs> you know what? I, 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 we need a lot more than Russell Westbrook. We need a freaking wing that's not going to crap down his leg in big situations. H- hang up and rob Malinka face if he do that. Yeah. Hey, hey, yeah, hey. You can, hey, man. Giannis, I don't treat y'all like that. And, and tell, and tell Jeannie Bus she can that little cognac or whatever juice she can shove it up. You know what? Ain't no, ain't hey, no man. way. Yeah. I'm giving. Hey, I'm man, I don't treat y'all like that, man. With y'all no teams, way. man. What, can I ask y'all? Ain't no way. Ain't no way. Bro. What are the chances we get a Chris Paul for Russell Westbrook part two? Like, what are like our honest to God? What are our chances? I don't want him. I don't want. I don't want Chris Paul. Hey, hey you know what? It's too bad. I'd rather have John Wall. I don't want Chris Paul. Be what is it? Two bad contracts sitting in a tree. K I S S I N G. I don't want. Don't you dare. Don't don't you dare. He I needs mean, to stay exactly where he's at. That's one of your or, banana or boat boys. Hey, you know what? That's your banana hey, man. boy. It feels like the list. Like, like, oh, LeBron, yeah. We almost yeah. had Chris Paul. Yeah. Brian just had Chris him there because he was LeBron. the president. You got three guys that was on a banana boat on the same team. Hey. If you keep Carmelo. D-Wade comes out of retirement. D-Wade come out of retirement. that picture. Right. Hey, man, I feel like, okay, I feel like the off-the-ball network is attacking me, okay? Y'all doing too much. Well, your, boy, your, boy, your boy created this storm. I, we just got the umbrellas. Yes. Whatever. What? No, I think, I, honest to God, I think Chris Ball is going to get traded, though. I really do. Oh, I don't think so. I don't think, I don't think, I don't think, he, I don't, I don't think, think so he's, either. I don't think, I don't think he's going to get traded either. But I could see him. I could see. I could see. I could see him retiring before he got traded. But like traded, no, I don't think so. <laughs> it would be fun if he do go to Lakers. That'd be funny. Like it's funny because this should have happened like twelve years ago. <laughs> yeah, with Kobe. It's like it's, and, the, it's like it's, said, it's, uh-uh. it's a sick NBA joke. Tell me a sick NBA joke if Chris Paul get traded to Lakers. Like so. <laughs> <laughs> we could have prime Chris Paul, prime Kobe. We now we got thirty-eight year old LeBron and Chris Paul. There we go. Y'all think they're gonna fire Doc? No, I don't no, think so. They should. Maybe, maybe next year sometime they will. By the way, some of these post-game coaching things have been hilarious. Like yes. what Doc said. Like Doc just outright said, "He's like, you know, it occurred to me at some point in third quarter that they were just a better team." Yeah, <laughs> really? I know. It was like. But nah, ain't no better. We option. Win. Ain't no better yeah. option at this point for them because I know people talk about getting dead Tony, but I'm like, okay, you got the cold, and you go get pneumonia. Man, they won't like, D'Antoni. You know he won't D'Antoni. That's why Harden ain't playing good. Man. But for what, though? But for Everyone's going to give hugs and kisses. It's going to be awesome. James Harden right is going to be James man. Harden regardless. Game six, he going to fold like a, like a beach shell. So in elimination, yeah, we all know cold. that, but but is he worth doing all that, getting a coach? Not no. Chris he, Paul no. and Aiton for an Embiid, and then we hired D'Antoni. Now we're really cooking, boys. Now we're really cooking. Booker and Embiid and Phoenix. Chris Paul and Aiton with James Harden. We got Chris Paul, James Harden, and another mid-tier big with Mike D'Antoni. Philadelphia will burn to the ground. Philadelphia Whoa. will riot. If that I, happens. Yeah, and I, I, I can't I, I can't wait until Tobias Harris is in Oklahoma City next year and he's like he misses he misses like a month with like he misses a month with like with like a hangnail on his like big exactly. toe or something like that. So he gonna he about to that's crazy. He gonna be what they um he gonna be the OG. I, I'm <laughs> he gonna be big bro for Chet for Chet Holmgren. I'm gonna speak at new existence now. <laughs> they give Harden the super max, and Bede's already been pretty pretty critical of Harden. I, right. What are the and they just 
they they fired Doc Rivers and bring in the Rockets crew. I wouldn't be shocked to see Embiid say, get get me the hell man, out of here. Let's go back, man. When Hindu stepped away from the job, Mike D'Antoni, and then the next season, Mike D'Antoni left. And he was supposed to get the Philly job. But they yeah. was like, oh, shit, Doc, Doc. And Doc was like, well, I'm stepping away. I'm going to take a vacation. Then all of a sudden, Philly like, oh, hell no. Nah. No, you can come right, right over here. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you see, because... He, right, he got I this ain't really happened, but he got he like he either Andy Reid get fired on a, on a Monday, get hired by Friday. Yes. You know. So I've been thinking that the whole time. Like, I mean, they they just trying to get Harden up there, and then Mike and Tony is gonna come up there. Got to be hilarious. He, 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 it ain't worth it. I, oh no, I, now, I need it now. I need now it this, now. Now this is James Harden, maybe like five, seven, eight years ago. Yeah, I would do it. He's worth it, but no, not what he is doing now. All right, no. coach, no. you remember last year before last, right? He was the yeah. last one to lead the Rockets, and they were saying he he was saying he wasn't going to play, but then he came to play, and he was all out of shape. They was making fun of him. Then all of a sudden, a week later, I don't know what happened to the beer gut. It just, and then he was dropping. 35 and 40 points. Like, damn, Harden's is back. Then all of a sudden, he gets traded and he goes to to the Nets. Knowing he don't want to be there, everybody knew he wanted to go to Philly. And, but, but do he want to be in Philly? He's, so so what if this whole like, ploy is to get to Maury? That, 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 like, that's what Maury, I'm saying. Whoop. That's really what I'm saying. Like, it's not it even about wanting to be in Philly. But it ain't worth it. It's not worth it, but he's absolutely getting the $250 million. Right. And, and then, I, and if I was Embiid, I'd be pissed. If I if I had to deal with an aging James Harden for two hundred fifty million dollars, right? And I got me the hell out of there. My face half broken, and I'm over here. And you shot the ball twice in an yeah. elimination game. You think I'm gonna sit there? Oh, my fucking face was damn near broke. What I'm saying, and I'm you talking. gonna sit here and you and you gonna do all this to appease him? Hell no. Nah, that's what that. I'm you saying. Got, and then you got a guy that's that's balling his tail out in Tyrese Maxey. God bless his soul. That boy was crying like like as if like he lost his best friend after he won that. After he lost that game, and James Harden don't even give a damn about that. That's and what I'm saying. You see that passion. You see that passion. pisses everybody off. Exactly. Clears house. It's Maury and D'Antoni. The Suns need to make a move. Exactly. But no, don't do that. <laughs> I mean, no, we're speaking no. it into existence currently. This is what we're doing. <laughs> the thoughts of cold rains does not cold. reflect the blue view. <laughs> I, I had already said this, God. man, from the get-go. I'm telling you, that's gonna happen, man. I'm telling you, Westbrook is the same way. It's just like he, it, he it's like he had a plan of what he wanted to do, and no. I'm like, what's like you missing a twelve? Missing, you missing a ten? He shot it and it hit the top of the backboard. And I'm like, a lot of me makes like hard no damn well in a second half. He is not so only supposed to take two damn shots if he's trying to win a championship. Come on, he man. He gave up, man. He wanted to go. He wanted to go to the club. He wanted to, he wanted he wanted to get his cognac hey, on. Man, he, Philly he strip clubs yeah. they like Houston. He do this Philly every year. Philly strip clubs they like Houston. He do this every year. Oh, well, I mean, well, I ain't gonna man. lie. Philly, hey, Philly, get, Philly get, strip clubs do got good oil for your beard. I ain't even gonna lie. They yeah. do have good oil. For beard. Get, I mean. <laughs> Hey man, one fifty one makes anything lit. <laughs> Perhaps <laughs> um, you win. <laughs> but yeah, I mean it's it's a trip. But yeah, man. So fellas, let's put a bow on this week's couch coach live, man. We'll go around the horn. 
Uh, social media, any uh, church announcements, anything that's going on, plug away. Oh, I'm going with you first, Cole. What you, what you uh, got going on? Uh, a lot more now that I'm not in school. I got uh, nothing but airtime. Weekly's got the show on Dash Radio. It's coming out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, doing all that fun stuff. Uh, getting a few more guests on here uh, off season. We'll get back with some of the fictional basketball tournament stuff and have some fun with that and let everyone decipher if Peter Griffin or Homer Simpson is good at basketball. Nice and fun stuff. So we got got some things cooking. So be on the lookout at nothing but airtime on Twitter. So yeah, yeah. What you got, JB? Yeah, you can find me on Facebook, Jamie Bailey. Oh, by the way, I did a I did a podcast with Jerk a few weeks ago. Real? Okay. That's what's up. Yeah, 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 yeah. We yeah we we did we did we did we talked hockey and we did the NFL draft. But yeah, yeah, you can find yeah. me on Facebook, Jamie Bailey. And then um, you can find me on um, you can find me on Instagram, uh, Jamie B Foodie. Yeah, shout out to Jerk, uh, the big brain. Yeah. Uh, what, yeah, yeah, yeah. what 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 <laughs> what you got, Maui? Oh man, you know, great show. Um, uh, good seeing you, Jay, Jay Bizzle. Yeah, nice place seeing of, you, too. you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And um, uh, I got some uh, and definitely cold man. Again, congratulations, man. Much Thank success you. to you. Thank you deserve you. it, man. You know Thank what I'm saying. You, and I'm proud of you too. You know what I'm saying. Thank you you know what I mean. Yeah, got to no, say those sort of sort of things. But uh, I definitely um, DT Morgan seventy eight, um, Instagram, Sean Morgan on Facebook. I'm hearing I got something cooking too. I got a, a little message from the uh, the um, OVN. What'd you call him? The Pod God? What'd you call him? Oh, the Pod Father, Jeff. Pod Jeff. Father, yeah. yeah. He said Pod something Father. about some entertainment stuff, and he was like, he yeah. wanted, some, you know, he hit me up. So I'm yeah. hoping that we can push forward to that. Um, yes. But you know, man. Hey, I'm uh. Happy to be here, man. Happy to have this with you guys. I'm so happy the topics we had today. I was yeah. so hyped. But um, you know, appreciate you. Yeah, man, love to see it. Like I said, man, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, father, get us together. Matter of fact, shout out to him. I think we did a show two years ago to the day. I think that's when when that oh. got forward. So yeah, so never right. huge shout out to Father. Um, you know, mm-hmm. looking out, looking out for for my brethren. Mm-hmm. You know, shout out to Father. Um, yeah. So uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Couch Coach Live. Also, uh, the website, couchcoachlive.com. Check out the podcast. Anyway, get your podcast. Apple, Spotify, you're there. Um, with there. So, um, no church announcements quite yet. Nothing. Just, you know, just run-of-the-mill stuff, you know. But we got some stuff kind of cooking, um, you know. But, uh, you know, once once those, once everything, you know, we'll, we'll discuss that when, when it's time. But, yeah, so... Uh, once again, appreciate you fellas for, for coming out this on um, another great show. So definitely um, head on to our YouTube page as well. Subscribe to the to the channel as well. Also, um, don't forget to go to goalie.com. Use the promo code COUCHCOACH. Keep yourself 10% off at the checkout. Just type in COUCHCOACH and get yourself 10% off. So... Let's it up for the night. We'll catch you guys next week, man. This has been this week's Couch Coach Live. You're welcome. And we out. Peace. All right, peace. <laughs>